0: Welcome to Rock and Roll Flashback with your hosts Jumpin' John McDermott and Bill Pry. Welcome to Rock and Roll Flashback. I'm Bill Price and together with Jumpin' John we'll be looking back at some of rock and roll's greatest artists, songs, and stories. So John... What's today's podcast topic? Well, Bill, I think today I'd like to focus on rockabilly singer and guitarist Carl Perkins and his great influence on rock and roll and artists. Again, I'm jumping John McDermott. And Carl Perkins, along with uh, Jerry Lee Lewis, Johnny Cash, and Elvis Presley, was one of the seminal rockabilly artists on Sam Phillips' Sun label, But a series of bad breaks followed by personal problems undermined his solo career. Despite that, Perkins persevered, creating a body of work that has been both critically acclaimed and extremely influential on songwriters, guitar players, and singers alike. Perkins grew up poor in a sharecropping family that picked cotton in fields near Tiptonville, Tennessee. Carl was first put to work at age six, and it was in those fields that he first heard gospel songs. At night, he heard hillbilly country and delta blues over the family radio. An older black field hand befriended Perkins and taught him to play guitar, and by age 10, Carl was entertaining his classmates. Carl made his radio debut with his school band singing Home on the Range. Carl Perkins began performing at local dances with his brothers Jay and Clayton as the Perkins Brothers Band in the mid-1940s. In 1953, Fluke Holland joined them as a drummer. The next year, in 1954, after hearing Elvis Presley's debut sound single, Blue Moon of Kentucky, Carl Perkins and his brothers drove to Memphis to audition for Phillips. Shortly thereafter, they signed to the label and released Perkins' first single, Movie Meg," spelled M-A-G-G. That was a song that Carl wrote at age 13. And Movie Meg" was backed with Turnaround. In early 1955 came the songs Let the Jukebox Keep on Playing, backed with Gone, Gone, Gone. According to Carl, he wrote Blue Suede Shoes on December 17, 1955. Perkins used a nursery rhyme as a basis of the song, and starting with an A chord, he improvised the now-famous introductory lyrics, Well, it's one for the money, two for the show, three to get ready, now go, boy, go. He scribbled the song onto some scrap paper, spelling the title as Blue S-W-A-D-E, In his haste. The song was recorded on December 19th. Sun's producer, Sam Phillips, convinced Perkins to change the lyric from Go Boy Go in the first take of the song to Go Cat Go in the second, which became the release version. Needless to say, Blue Suede Shoes was an instant hit on the country and pop charts, and the song made Perkins the first white country artist to cross over to the R&B chart as well. By mid-April 1956, more than one million copies of Shoes had been sold, earning Perkins a gold record. Blue Suede Shoes was the first million-selling country song to cross over to both the rhythm and blues and pop charts and Carl became the first Suns performer to reach this milestone. Interestingly, Carl Perkins' version of Blue Suede Shoes was alternating with Elvis Presley's Heartbreak Hotel, which is Elvis's first post-Sun single. They were alternating for the top spots on the national and regional charts. That same year, Elvis Presley issued his version of Blue Suede Shoes. However, over time, Carl Perkins' original sold more copies. Carl Perkins was at the height of his career when tragedy struck. He and his group were driving to New York to appear on Perry Como's television program when their driver fell asleep at the wheel, causing the car to hit the back of a truck before plunging into water. Unfortunately, the driver was killed and Carl and his brother Jay were seriously injured. They never made it to Perry Como's show. Although Perkins was back on the road in about a month, Jay never fully recovered. Years later, Perkins admitted that his brother Jay's 1958 death was used as his reason to drink. Carl felt out of place when blue suede shoes was number one. He even said that while standing on the Atlantic City steel pier in 1956, the Goodyear blimp flew overhead with Carl's name in bright lights, He said that he stood there and shook and actually cried. Rather than feeling that he had finally made the big time, it put fear in him. In early 1958, Perkins moved over to Columbia Records where he recorded several more minor rockabilly hits, but by the early 1960s, he had hit a low point. On a British tour in 1964, Carl Perkins was surprised to learn that the the Beatles admired him and that George Harrison taught himself to play guitar by copying Perkins' records. Perkins eventually became friendly with the Beatles, and the Beatles recorded five of his songs. Matchbox, Honey Don't, Your True Love, Blue Suede Shoes, and Everybody's Trying to Be My Baby. Rick Nelson... Johnny Burnett and Patsy Cline, among others, also covered Carl's songs. Like many other rockabilly artists, Perkins turned to country material as the rockabilly trend died, and by 1965, he was part of Johnny Cash's touring troupe. In 1968, Carl wrote Daddy Sang Bass for Johnny Cash, which would hit number one on the Billboard country charts in 1969 for Johnny. When Cash got his television show in 1969, Carl Perkins became a regular guest and he toured and recorded with Cash as well. As a solo artist, Perkins cut some country records and recorded an album with NRBQ, New Rhythm and Blues Quintet. After the Cash show ended, he toured as Johnny's guitarist until 1975. He then formed the CP Express with his sons Greg and Stan and started his own label, Suede, on which he released two albums, The Carl Perkins Show and Carl Perkins Live at Austin City Limits. In late 1978, Perkins released a basic rock and roll LP called Old Blue Suede's Back, which sold 100,000 copies in England. In 1981, he founded the Carl Perkins Center for the Prevention of Child Abuse. An interesting side story. Uh, John Lennon, of Beatles fame, had died in December of 1980. In 1981, just after John passed, Paul and Linda McCartney invited Carl Perkins to stay with them on the island of Montserrat, where producer George Martin had a studio. Paul wanted Carl's help in recording a song called Get It for his new tug-of-war album. It was literally just weeks after John's murder, and both George and Ringo had also come to spend time with Paul. The night before Carl was scheduled to leave, a song came to him that summed up his warm feelings about the visit. The song was so clear in his mind that he didn't even write it down, which was unusual for Carl. The next morning, he played the song entitled My Old Friend for Paul and Linda, explaining that it was a gift to them for having him as their guest. Halfway through the song, when Carl sang the words, If we never meet again this side of life in a little while over yonder where there's peace and quiet, my old friend, won't you think about me every now and then? Paul stood up and abruptly left the room with tears streaming down his face. Not sure what had just happened, Carl stopped playing and Linda hugged him. She thanked him for helping Paul grieve, explained that Paul hadn't really been able to fully break down since John passed. Paul later explained that the last words John Lennon spoke to him in the hallway of the Dakota building were, Think about me, now and then, old friend. In early 1982, an album entitled Survivors recorded live in Germany by Carl with Jerry Lee Lewis and Johnny Cash was released. Three years later, Lewis, Cash, and Ray Orbison were reunited for the Class of 55, a special event that included such Perkins fans as John Fogarty and Rick Nelson. Carl was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1987. Through the years, Perkins continued to record and write. He co-wrote the Judd's 1989 hit, Let Me Tell You About Love, on which he played lead guitar. In 1992, Dolly Parton had a country hit with a song Perkins wrote for her called Silver and Gold. In 1992, Perkins was diagnosed with throat cancer. Following treatment, he was declared cancer-free a year later and kept writing and recording. Perkins' 1996 album, Go, Cat, Go, featured Willie Nelson, John Fogerty, Paul Simon, and Tom Petty. His authorized biography, Go, Cat, Go, The Life and Times of Carl Perkins, The King of Rockabilly," by David McGee, was published in 1994. Perkins suffered a series of strokes and, at the age of 65, died in 1998. This has been Rock and Roll Flashback, a look at the life and major influences of Rockabilly star Carl Perkins. I'm Jumpin' John McDermott. And until next time, rock on, rock on, rock on, rock on, rock on.